everyone. Welcome to another 5-Minute Drop on Aloha and Peace. I'm Dr. J. I'm a licensed psychologist, but first and foremost, I am a psycho-spiritualist. And what that means is that if this is your first time here listening to me, that in this podcast, it is my intention to be able to bring you the different resources, the paradigms, the maps, different perspectives that might help you to live a life that matters. So whether you are feeling like you're in a funk, you need more motivation, you need more clarity about where you're from, where you're going, perhaps you just need more organizational skills, whatever that might mean for you, please understand that you are here for a reason. And whether it's on a conscious or an unconscious level, my intention is that you take away something today that will help you to remember why you're here and help you to remember where you're going. So with that being said, in today's episode, I wanted to talk about the energy behind emotions. But before I do that, I wanted to share with you guys where this particular episode or um, the topic actually came from and where it was inspired. So I'm returning from a trip um, to and from and to (laughs) Mount Shasta. And if you're not familiar, it is an active volcano on the west coast of the mainland in the United States. So it's in the state of California. It's about three and a half hours north of Sacramento, California in Siskiyou County. And the reason why I went to Mount Shasta is something that I really can't begin to describe in words. It's just something that came to me in terms of inspiration, whether you want to call them downloads or messages from the other side. I was divinely guided to go to Mount Shasta to finish something that was started. A while ago and um, going to Mount Shasta was such an amazing amazing I want to say nothing short of miraculous visit because while I was there I learned to really see the different concepts that I'm teaching from a different light so yes I am trained in clinical psychology yes I'm all about self-help self-development but the trip to Mount Shasta helped me to really anchor in the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. And so it was on this trip to Mount Shasta. So I I drove up, it's about like an eight mile drive from the bottom of the mountain all the way to where the hikes start or one of the different places where the hikes start. And I remember driving this long, beautiful winding road up. And I don't remember in terms of the elevation, how many thousands of feet I actually went up, but I got to the top only to realize that there was nowhere I was no way I was going to be able to do any kind of activity up there. I had no particular gear that was going to help me traverse um, probably about eight to twelve feet of snow. So I ended up driving all the way back down to the base of the mountain to rent some gear, drove all the way back up and started this amazing trip. It was probably about a five and a half hour hike. And it was just the most amazing experience because I was isolated, I was alone. There truly was no one around me but nature and energy. And it was really during that five and a half hour hike, I was able to really receive so many different, what I'm going to call downloads um, and messages from what And again, if this is your first time listening, it might sound a little woo-woo, but just hang in there. Um, Messages from the other side, from my counsel or my spirit team. So the reason why I wanted to share with you, because on this podcast, I think I may have talked about emotions quite, quite a handful of times. But in particular, I wanted to talk to you guys about the power of emotions and how powerful emotions really are and how we can learn to harness and channel that energy. 
So when we talk about emotions, when you think of the word emotions and how it's spelled out, I'm sure a lot of you guys that are really into self-help and self-development have heard the, the phrase energy or emotions are simply energy in motion. I want you to keep that in mind as I tell you a little bit more about why it's so important to start with um, emotional mastery. When you think about why you're here in this particular lifetime, I want you to understand that where you end up going is going to be simply a byproduct of the process to self-mastery. So where you end up going is going to simply be the byproduct of the process to self-mastery. And self-mastery requires four different components of understanding and mastery. And those four components are mind, body, heart, and soul. Now, because you are a multidimensional being with the God spark within, because you are a multidimensional being with the God spark within, I want you to understand that it's not just about achieving things on a physical level where you can touch, feel, see, or hear, but really, really focusing on the process of mastering the multidimensional part of you. So when we break it down to really just um, very broad areas, we can think of them as four different uh, parts of who you are. So we have the mind, we have the body, you have the heart, and we have the soul. So when you've learned to master or conquer your mind, you have increased focus. When you have learned to master or conquer your mind, you have increased focus. When you have learned to master or conquer your body, that body part of you, the physical part of you, you will have increased energy in your life. When you've mastered your body, you have increased energy. When you have mastered your heart, you will have increased emotional well-being, complete fullness, fulfillment, and emotional well-being. And that's your heart. When you have learned to master the soul part of you, then you have spiritual meaning. When you have learned to master and conquer the soul part of you because you are multidimensional, you will have spiritual meaning in your life. And there's really nothing outside of these four things that you need to work on in your life at this point in time moving forward. Consider this fully. There is no other part or parts beyond these four different areas of your life that you need to focus on anymore. You do not need to focus on anything else but these four different areas of your life, your mind, your body, your heart, and your soul. Once you learn to do that, everything in your life aligns for you and clicks into place in such a way that is so indescribable. And unfortunately, in today's particular episode, we will be focusing on just the one area. And today is going to be all about the heart, mastering your emotions. Emotional mastery is all about, the first part is really understanding the different um, emotions that you might experience. So my sadness is not going to be the same as your sadness, even if we're going through the same type of sadness. So for example, if I broke up with a longtime boyfriend and so did you, my type of sadness, the way that I qualitatively experience it is not going to be the same as yours. And they will never be the same. So being able to understand that we do go through different emotions moment to moment, day to day, um, in such a way that there are different shades of emotions is the first step. 
There are lots of people out there that don't even know how to identify the type of emotions they're having. So if they experience something that perhaps they don't particularly enjoy, they might not be able to go within just yet. It's not that they're not capable of doing that. They just haven't done that yet. They haven't had the practice yet. When we have or are in a state of being, we're not in just one state of emotion. So when we don't experience just pure sadness. There's always something else. It's like painting. You can't paint with just one color. You have to use many different colors and many different shades. So the first step to emotional mastery is understanding them. The second step, or not understanding, but identifying them. The second step to emotional mastery is understanding them. When we understand emotions, it really requires us to take into account that we have a conscious part of the brain and an unconscious part of the brain. So the conscious part of your brain is that part of you that is aware of the different things around you. And that conscious part of the brain can only take in probably or in process probably four to four to nine bits of information at any given point in time. But you also have this unconscious part of you that takes in millions of bits of information at any given point in time. And it's this unconscious part of your brain that you really need to learn to tap into. So I'm going to tie it all together so you guys understand in a moment. But let me give you an example so that you understand even more fully how this might all tie in together. When I started meditating a few Oh my gosh, it's been more than a few months now. When I started medit- like really meditating about one and a half, two years ago, I experienced something that was really unusual. So I would go into a nice state of meditation and then I would go into a really nice deep state of theta where it's a hypnotic state. And in this state, I was able to bring up emotions that really didn't make any sense to me. Now, 50% of the time, those emotions that didn't make sense to me were emotions that I had over the many years learned to push down. But the other 50% of the time that I experienced emotions, those emotions weren't technically mine. So what do I mean by this? I mean that that unconscious part of me that processes everything all at once, that unconscious part of me is the, the gateway if you will, that connects me to everything else. It connects me to you, it connects me to my chair, it connects me to the person um, that's two doors down, whatever that might look like for you, whatever it is that you're thinking in your mind, we are all nothing but energy. And if that's true, we're all wired together. And because we are all wired together through energy, it means that I am not, technically, I am not separate from the sunlight that's hitting or coming across the the window here in front of me. So what that means is that that unconscious part of me is the part that connects me to all of creation. And we all have that unconscious part of ourselves. But during my meditations, it was learning to A, remember the first step in emotional mastery is identifying them. So A, identifying the emotions and then understanding that those emotions that are coming up are actually not even mine, that was a huge mind-blowing moment where I realized something and it didn't really click into place until my recent trip to Mount Shasta. So hang in there for a second. You have a conscious part of the brain, you have an unconscious part of the brain. 
when you can learn to bridge the unconscious to the conscious, so becoming aware of the things that are happening on an unconscious level consciously, you can learn to understand truly, truly learn to understand the power behind the things that you are experiencing. So what clicked for me recently on this trip to Mount Shasta, one of the many things, is that the emotions that we feel is just energy. If it's just energy that we feel, why do we label them as emotion? So the step in going from energy to emotion is this one step that we've completely learned to neglect. And it's that step that tells us that we are meaning-making machines. We, as human beings in this particular lifetime, are meaning-making machines, which means that everything that happens, we want to make meaning out of. Now, the only thing about being in this human form is that we do have a brain that is lazy or uh, likes to conserve energy. So what it does is it likes to find shortcuts in everything that it does to, in order to conserve energy, which means that once we create a meaning from a particular experience, any and all experiences thereafter that resemble that particular experience then also get attached to that meaning that we originally gave it. Does that make sense? So what I'm trying to explain to you here is that emotional mastery is A, identifying, being able to identify through practice what emotions you're having or the states of being you're having, and then B, bridging your conscious mind to that unconscious part of you and understanding that the state of being you're in is only powerful to the extent that you learn to give meaning to them. So for example, if I am going through a massive heartbreak, the only reason why I am going through a massive heartbreak is because I've given that energy, that state of being I'm experiencing, meaning that perhaps A, it's not good, it's bad, it shouldn't be this way, I miss this person. Whatever meaning we're giving the state of being what we're experiencing, that's the, the driving force behind how the, the ways we feel, the states of being, actually drive us to certain behaviors. I hope that makes sense. I think I got pretty much the things that I wanted to get to today in this particular episode. So my challenge and call to action for you guys today is to A, find the next few times where you feel a state of being or you feel certain emotions. Be able to identify which emotions you are feeling because again, you're not painting a picture with just one color. You're using many different colors and shades. So identify the many different emotions in the current state of being and learn to practice bridging that conscious part of you to the unconscious part of you by bringing into your awareness all of the different stories that you're feeding the emotions that you're feeling. Because as soon as you learn to cut that cord, the cord that attaches the meaning to the state of being you're in, all of a sudden those emotions no longer have that hold over you or no longer powerful in the way that they have been. This is why when we think of suffering, suffering, I love equations, so here we go. Suffering equals pain plus resistance. Suffering equals pain plus resistance. In this particular episode, we're just going to say suffering equals pain plus stories, right? So as soon as you remove the stories or the, the resistance part, then all of a sudden it's just pain. And to be honest, pain is actually not that bad. I hope that helped you guys. Let me know if you have any questions. Again, you can reach me at drj at yourlifeinspired.com. It's drj at yourlifeinspired.com. I'll talk to you guys.